Hello everyone and welcome back. This is episode three of Chat with Paisy. And I have to say, I'm sure you've noticed, because I've definitely noticed that this episode is pretty late. So here we are. Today is actually the 9th of March and I'm currently in Rome. And I realized that I'm nine days late on this podcast. Um, and I've had a couple of people asking me, are you still doing it? Is there a new episode? And so before I get into this uh, episode, I just want to say a very happy International Women's Day to all my lovely, lovely women who are listening. And um, I hope you've all had an amazing weekend celebrating yourselves and your great inspirational role model um, women. So um, I want to address something. Okay, so in the beginning of me actually starting my podcast, I did say that I was going to be doing a fortnightly episode. Um, so twice every month. I hate the word fortnightly. I find it so hard to say. But yes, twi- twice a month. And as you've seen, that has actually not worked out. So I think to say that I was being a little bit too ambitious would be very, very accurate. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, However, I'm not sure if you guys who are listening actually know what I do. It would be really interesting to ask what you think I do, as in my day-to-day life, like what I do for a living. Um, Because what I think most people see uh, on my, let's say, social media or the work that I see talking about is predominantly my campaigning and activism work. Um, So it's where I do, for example, interviews or radio or TV um, or articles or public speaking. And so I feel like that is what most people think I do. However, that is actually just one side of what I do professionally. I also have a full-time job where I actually work in um, luxury fashion retail. And so technically that is my real job, Um, whereas I find my campaigning and activism work sort of the job that I'm trying to get into, the job that I'm trying to, you know, really find my feet in and actually make that a career for myself. So it really is quite challenging. Um, I mean, when you have a full-time job anyway, it can be quite demanding because, you know, you work five five days a week. So to put that with campaigning and activism work, which I swear to God, it never literally stops. And I say that not complaining at all, because I absolutely love all the work that I do within my activism and campaigning role. I absolutely love it so much. I just love knowing that what I'm doing can make a difference and can change people's lives. So there is no complaint at all. However, it is really difficult to manage everything I'm doing, um, you know, on top of having a full-time job and, you know, trying to have a social life, having a partner, trying to see my family, trying to go to the gym, you know, trying to do like social media, all those things, you know, coupled with activism and campaigning work, it really is a lot and it can be um, quite difficult to manage my time. So, Um, whenever I do set myself sort of like a new project, right, I'm doing this, for example, like the podcast, I have to say it's been quite tricky to find the time to actually do it because of everything else. So there we go, a three-minute explanation of why I haven't delivered a fortnightly episode. 
that's okay. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. It's okay. It's just a podcast. But regardless, I just want you guys to know that I do hope in the future it will be a fortnightly thing because I have so many ideas and I have so many people that I want to speak to on this podcast. I have so many conversations that I want to engage in and that I want to really share with you guys, um, you know, to, to give you what I've been promising you from the beginning of actually doing a podcast and the reasons why I've wanted to do it. And I feel like I haven't fully been able to even, you know, scratch the surface with that. So please do bear with me you know, I really hope I can make it happen at some point. Um, in the meantime, um, let's get into today's episode and why we're actually here. So right now, as I said, I'm in Rome and I started recording this podcast when I was in LA last week. And side note, the reason I was in LA, I cannot wait to tell you guys about it. I can't wait to actually be able to speak about why I went to LA because it's something which I never, ever thought in a million years I would be doing. Um, it's something so exciting, something so amazing, so empowering. And it's a project that I'm so, so blessed and so lucky to have been involved in. Um, like I say, all will be revealed very soon. So just wait on it. Um, but yeah, so I was in LA last week and I started recording this um, this this episode. And... As I got through, I think, about the first 10 minutes and I got into the topic that I want to discuss today, I started feeling um, quite emotional. And then I thought, oh, no, I need to stop and actually get myself together and get my thoughts together and do this again. And then obviously um, the project that I was doing in L.A. was quite time consuming and meant that a lot of the time I would have to, you know, be surrounded by people and doing things actively. So then I didn't get the chance to finish it. But now that I'm in Rome, um, the conversation I wanted to have on the last episode, I really still want to have it now. And so um, what I want to talk about um, is the fact that family and lack of family in my life, like family presence, is something that pretty much troubles me a lot of the time. And I think it's really important to talk about this because I do feel like there are a lot of people um, from maybe similar situations where I come from, similar background, um, to maybe not so similar, however, may have similar dynamics with their family, where for some reason um, distance has had to be put in place and the dynamics we know as family and the love and the support, you know, that we expect to have from our family is unfortunately not entirely there. And so for me, that feeling of having lack of a family support or presence in my life, it is pretty much there all the time. However, I do find that it tends to really heighten when I travel or when I experience things that I really wish I could experience with my family. So whenever I you know, I speak publicly or when I'm doing um, interviews or things and people ask me about my family, there's there's something for me that's kind of like a, a no-go zone. I have always, up until this point, um, decided that I don't want to talk about my family particularly and I don't want to talk about my relationships within my family um, because that is a very, very um, raw 
you know, real part of my life. That's a very real part. That's a part that requires a lot of, um, you know, breaking down and a lot of um, understanding. Um, you know, I, I sort of like need to go through a lot of different stages to actually get to a real place where I understand my family dynamics and how I feel towards my family, you know, different members of my family. And so, um, I, you know, I really want to talk about that today. But from a very particular perspective, I don't want to talk about my family as a whole, because again, that's something that I'm not ready to do. Um, not sure I will ever be able to, um, you know, because it's it's something very, very personal to me. And I feel like family matters so much to me. You know, I, I really, really, really care about family. And I have such a deep rooted appreciation um, for family and what family means, you know. So it's really important that for me, I tread this topic very carefully, because I want to be, you know, I want to take care of myself in that sense, when I speak about my family, because it's very precious to me, you know, my family is extremely precious. And, you know, it's it's something that I hold very, very dearly to me. So just to clarify, <laughs> I don't want to delve into the topic of family as a whole, but I want to talk about this particular aspect of family. Missing my family or the, the, the absence of a family whilst I'm traveling. So when I take little trips or when I experience really amazing things, like when I went to the States, for example, um the first time I went last year and also the second time I went this year to LA. Um, when I do touristy things and I see families, I always get this feeling of, I wish, I truly wish these are things I could experience with my family. And, you know, these are moments that come over me. Obviously they go, you know, they come and go. But these are moments that can really change an experience and can really make me feel like this is amazing and this this is you know really great that I can do this and have this experience but if only if only I could do this with my family and today I visited the Colosseum in Rome and it was so beautiful it was just the most magical thing I've ever seen I mean I love history so much and for gosh no literally like I can't even say five years ten years but I have wanted to go Rome for the longest every time I've seen pictures I've just thought I want to go to Rome I want to see it all I you know I want to learn about the history I just want to see it and so for one of my Christmas presents, I was given, um, well, my partner booked me a, a trip to Rome. And um, the trip was a solo trip, which is something I love doing. I love traveling on my own, as lonely as it might get sometimes. And as much as I do feel like, oh, I wish my family was here. I still really enjoy, uh, you know, traveling on my own. So I came to Rome and um you know, for five days. And actually today is my last day. Yeah, I'm going to go back to London today. Um, and so I went to the Colosseum yesterday. Oh my God, I'm going back and forth. Sorry. Okay, let's, let's, let's focus. Let's get to the, to the point that we're trying to make. Um, and so at the Colosseum, I firstly was really, really empty. Um, obviously, there's the, you know, coronavirus um, scare at the moment. Um, and I feel like people in Italy are taking it really, really seriously. 
um, which of course we should all do, um, you know, uh, I, I guess, you know, this is something that we need to be very, very uh, careful of. But I do feel like at the moment, we just need to not panic as well, because, you know, we still need to live our everyday lives until we've got substantial evidence to say, right, this is, you know, a real life threat. Anyway, Rome is particularly quiet. Um, I noticed from the second I landed. And so, um, Getting to the Colosseum, I thought it was going to be super packed and, you know, super busy with lots of people and tourists, but it really wasn't. So I did this thing where I actually booked a tour because um, I'm one of those people that does a lot of research before I do something or I go somewhere. Like I look at YouTube videos, I'll read reviews, etc. And a lot of people did tell me that it's best to actually book your guided tours or your skip the queue tours for all these attractions because you won't be wasting that much time queuing, which I did, you know, I followed through and I did that. And that was actually, even though it was a good idea, it just really wasn't busy. So there were no queues anywhere. Anyway, I get to the Colosseum, we had the tour, which was so nice. And it was really nice to learn about all these, you know, these facts about the Colosseum and just about Rome in general. Um, and then um, the tour finished and everybody in our little group, um, I had like a group of like seven people. Um, it was quite a small group, um, which I thought would be best. Anyway, once the tour was finished, we then were allowed to just kind of like, you know, hang around and take pictures and see everything for ourselves and visit the shop. And that's where I found, um, like that was my moment to take it all in because before that there were people around and I felt like, you know, we were listening to the tour guide. So then when it was just me, you know, by myself, I started to really taking, you know, the beautiful surroundings and just look at the details and, you know, just really take it all in. And I couldn't help but notice there were so many families, like they were like, you know, obviously parents with their kids. So they were like brothers and sisters um, you know, there was obviously groups of friends, but the families always draw my attention because I always think that must be so nice. Imagine having those memories with your family and actually being able to carry that with you for life. Um, memories mean a lot to me and I, I really cherish memories, uh, especially with loved ones. I'm sure, you know, a lot of us do. But there is something about the memories you make with a family that, for me, just seems like the purest, the most, you know, beautiful feeling that one can have to go through life having built up those memories throughout your childhood, into your adulthood, um, and, you know, just carrying those with you. And whenever I see those families and I see their dynamics, you know, the dad will be like taking pictures of everyone or the mum will take pictures of the kids and then the kids will take pictures of the parents. And I just like, I, I try not to stare. Like, I swear, I'm not a creep. I don't stand around looking at and staring at families. <laughs> this sounds a bit creepy, but I don't do that, okay? Just disclaimer. What I simply do is I, you know, I, I look at those people and I think, wow, that's such a beautiful sight to see. Um, about, you know, 10 years ago or so, when I used to see those families, 
I used to be so jealous and I used to think that is so not fair. Why why can those people do that with their families? And why are those parents so freaking cool and so nice and so, you know, normal? And I hate the word normal. I, I just really hate using that word normal, but you know what I mean, like just a normal family. I, there are no literally there's no such thing as a normal family because every family has their dynamics, but when I say normal, I mean in the sense of, oh, we're going on a family trip, you know, we're we're going to Rome or we're going to Paris and we're going to make these memories together. Normal family things, that's what I mean. And they seem so extra normal, um, sorry, so abnormal to me because I've never done those things. Um, I mean, I've done things similar with my family. I'll, I'll explain, but, you know, I just mean like down the road kind of things. Um, I'll, I'll get into that in a second. But when I was a bit young, I used to be so jealous and I used to just find it so unfair. Whereas now I really do find it such a beautiful sight and it actually makes me feel, you know, quite like, you know, that's nice. I'm glad you can have that with your parents and I'm glad you, you know, the parents can have that with their kids. Um, so I feel like I've definitely grown from how I used to view those families. Obviously I do think that there they're very lucky you know I think they're lucky and it's nice that they have that um but it also really really makes me realize just how much I didn't have that and again I I I am sure there are people who are actually listening and relating to this and um to those of you who are I just want to say you know I'm sorry you feel that way because it kind of sucks, you know, I'm I'm laughing about it, but it kind of sucks that we feel this way. Um, you know, my, my memories of spending time with my family in, let's say, um, you know, uh, making memories kind of thing. I remember we, me and my family went to Brighton once and um, it was the first time we'd ever gone somewhere that far. Um, you know, we went to Brighton, we never left the country together, apart from when we actually left Iran to come to the UK. Um, but as a family, we never did any international or like overseas trips together. So going to Brighton was kind of a big deal. And even now, when I look back at those pictures, you know, I feel like, wow, that was so cool. We made those memories. Um, you know, the things that I remember, which at the time sucked, but the things I remember now, and I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful to have those memories, is that when we went to Brighton, we saw all these people like in bikinis. <laughs> I'm laughing because I can't believe this is a real life experience. Um, we saw all these people in bikinis and obviously me and my sisters and, you know, my parents were like dressed like... um I hate this term, but dressed in, you know, modesty sort of thing, um, basically wearing like long sleeves, jeans, you know, like just covered up. And it was such a hot day. It was like a proper real British summer. Like I know we don't get many of those, but it was so frigging hot. You know, I'm talking like maybe 2002, something like that. It was just really hot, maybe 2003. Um, this was the year before my life changed dramatically. Um and you know i'm just so grateful we we have that memory as a family and you know we would go to richmond park or we would go to hyde park because at some point we used to live in that area um in hyde park when we first came to the uk and i always just whenever i see those families i just always ask myself i wonder 
you know, how how it must feel to have those memories with your family. Because I, I love, you know, I love those those one, two, three memories that I have. I just love the fact that I can, you know, think back and think of what it felt like to have my entire family together. And, you know, you're always going to have those annoying things. Again, every family has their dynamics. But I remember um, that my parents would always get in the car before me and my sisters and we would always make them wait for us. And then when we would get in the car, you know, there was always, oh, you're you're taking up all the space or, you know, bear in mind there were, there were five gals. Um, sorry, at this point, there were four girls because my older sister had already left the family. But there were four girls, you know, squeezed up into the back of the car and everybody was moaning about the space or too much smell of perfume. And, you know, those things, when, when I think of them, I just, I, you know, they, they put a smile on my face and I really, truly feel like I wish I had more of those memories, you know. I just really wish that... I made some of those memories with my family because I think I think they get you through a lot those beautiful memories and again you know that that doesn't mean that they weren't hard times in my family if I did have those memories um it just means that when I do see those families or when I do um lovely things experiences um you know throughout my life it would just be nice to have those thoughts and to be able to reflect and think, well, I have those those great times to, you know, to keep to myself and to remember. But yeah, you know, that's um that's really really what I wanted to talk about on today's episode. I do hope that one day at some point I will be able to share with you guys, you know, different aspects of let's say family or my family life. Um but I think all of those things are a process. And I think opening yourself up publicly um, to talk about things that are very personal to you or very dear to you uh, is quite a is quite a journey. And I'm definitely learning that, um, you know, through therapy or through actually doing my public talks, I am learning my boundaries and I'm learning that family dynamics and you know relationships are very very complicated as much as we like to think of them as you know simple relationships I do believe they are the most um, complex relationships we have in our lives or that we will ever have in our lives um, and I'm not saying that you can't just have a straightforward relationship with your parents but I do think that um, again, there is no such thing as just a normal, you know, father-daughter relationship or daughter-mother relationship. There are obviously things when I think of those relationships that go hand in hand, like, you know, having a normal relationship with your mum would mean, you know, just doing normal things where they're going to, um, you know, a little coffee shop or something or going on a girl's trip or those little things, you know, I, I guess they're, they're somewhat normal. Um, but of course, everybody has their normal and their dynamics. Um, so yeah, I, I just lost my, uh, my train of thought and what I, what I meant to say after that. But, um, I do hope that we can revisit this conversation at some point in the future and, and, um, you know, discuss different things. Actually, an idea I have, I would love to speak to somebody else about, you know, their own, um, their own experience of some of the things I'm describing and, you know, the feeling like you're missing out on, 
some of the things that you do or people do with their families because that's you know that's really a real thing and some of my friends who actually haven't gone through particularly um traumatic uh upbringing or traumatic experiences within their family dynamics um they you know they still have that relevant feeling of um not having those family um experiences and so I, I definitely think it is it is a real thing and many of us do experience it um i would love to hear about how some of you cope with that uh, if you ever do get those feelings and if you ever do experience whether you're on a trip or you're experiencing something really cool if you do feel like you wish you had those you know those memories with your family i'd love to know how you guys deal with them whether you make new ones with your friends or the family that you choose because i did actually um put it to my instagram followers what they uh what they thought family is and what family means to people and i had some really interesting replies uh for quite a lot of people i think family does just mean the family that you're born into and the love and the support they give you and for again um a lot of other people they actually believe that you make your own family and i am personally sort of in the middle um i do believe that your first family is very very important and the foundations of those relationships can actually determine a lot for you um however it's important to acknowledge which is something i'm learning through therapy is that even though you may have experienced and built relationships in your first family your natural family you're born into a certain way that doesn't mean that you have to continue relationships like that in your life and that can be quite a hard thing to unlearn because i mean i'm talking from personal experience where i actually have learned certain dynamics and certain relationships in my own family i've realized that in making relationships in my adult life it hasn't necessarily been healthy and some of the things that i associate with you know love or um a you know a closenessness with somebody haven't necessarily been healthy and have definitely showed me that even though we are born into our families which we don't choose and i think it's important to note that we don't choose our families um even though we are born into them and we do you know set our foundations um with those families we don't have to continue uh certain habits or you know how we build those relationships in our relationships that we do want to build as we get older we don't have to do them the way that we've been taught and the way that we know how to uh which is not easy but all these things are a process and um I'm quite glad that I'm on a journey to actually learning about those things and I guess maybe I will always have the feeling of I wish I could have done these things with my family or I wish I could do these things with my family now. I guess those feelings will always be there and I guess it's about understanding that I can't change the past and I can't change the fact that I didn't have those experiences with my family. Um and I guess I need to focus on the ones that I did have and remember those um and I'm only talking about the positive experiences just so wickly. <laughs> um i'm only talking about the little trips or you know the things we did as a family that i still remember in the back of my mind as good memories and yeah i think i should choose 
to focus on those and just continue to be happy for the people who are experiencing amazing things and trips and you know building memories with their families because I think it's lovely and not to say this in any way to sound like if you have that you're extremely lucky but you know if you have that I hope you realize um, how much of a blessing that is because I feel like there are a lot of people like myself who really and truly uh, wish that they had that more than anything um, well, not more than anything, but you get the idea. You know, I, I truly do wish I had I had those experiences. But as I said, I'm going to focus on the ones I have. And there's nothing we can do about the past. We look to the future and we try to make amazing memories with the families and the friends that we make relationships with. And on that note, I think that's the end of today's episode. So I hope you guys have enjoyed it. And again, I would love to hear some of your thoughts. I would love to hear how you might cope with those um, feelings and thoughts if you do have them. And uh, even if you are somebody who is able to experience those things with their family, those amazing uh, memory building um, experiences, do let me know because I would love to hear even the, you know, the lovely stories. I won't, I won't be jealous anymore. I promise. I'm way past that. (laughs) I'll be happy for you. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope you will have a wonderful rest of the month. And again, I really hope that I will be able to deliver more than once a month. See you guys soon. Bye.